And we're live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, and I'm your host for the show. At Daily Confidence, we share tips, strategies, and actionable advice that you can use on a daily basis to boost your confidence in different parts of your business. Now, uh, we do a draw on a weekly basis for gifts that we and our guests share. And uh, for you to enter the draw, if you like the show, subscribe to our channel comment and ask a question, tag a friend into the conversation on social media and or on our podcast, someone that may benefit from the conversation or the topic that we're discussing, you enter your name for the draw. Uh, and then if you also rate and review our podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or any platform that you're listening to, you also enter your name for the draw. Now, uh, today my guests are David and Dana Hackstrom. Welcome, David and Dana. Thank you. Thank you. Great to God. have you. Great to and be here. Likewise, great to have you. And the topic is the most common places online business owners get stuck and how to avoid them. So let me do the proper introduction and we're going to dive right into this very important topic because uh, as COVID hit us and we are all working from mostly working from home, online marketing is essential. And uh, so this is an important topic today. So second career, Christian coaches and affiliate marketers hired David and Dana Hackstrom to help them build a profitable business online. To do this, David and Dana have designed and perfected your pathway to profit, an all-inclusive step-by-step process that alleviates overwhelm so you can build a profitable online business that will ultimately leave a legacy for your loved ones. The Hackstroms retired from their respective career as a pastor and paralegal and are now living in, in the dream in Mexico. Living the dream in Mexico. In addition to working one-on-one -on -one with their private coaching clients and consistently, consistently delivering relevant content and value to their community, David and Dana are both published authors and speakers. They will show you how to thrive with ease. Welcome, David and Dana. Thank you. Thank you. It's delight. We're delighted to be here. Fantastic. So, guys, what is your story? How did you get into what you're doing now? Well, it goes back a ways. I, I think probably 10, 12 years ago, we started with uh, doing some e-commerce. We each had stores online. And um, then, uh, but really, really, it started five years ago in earnest. Uh, I had been a parish pastor for 35 years and ended up in a, um, a huge congregation where I was executive pastor doing uh, long range planning, strategic planning and coaching staff. And then they changed their staff model and I was downsized at age 58, ended up in a small congregation where I just didn't fit. And after some time there, I looked at our pension funds and said, you know, Dana, we really need to work another six to eight years unless we do something radical like retire right now and move to Mexico. And I was half joking, but she didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I knew that, you know, we had been struggling and this congregation was, I don't know, we it just we just didn't fit. I like how we put that. And so when I'm thinking of having to be there for another six to eight years, I'm thinking, God, there's got to be another way. And when he said, let's move to Mexico, I'm like, okay. And I think he was as surprised by my answer as I was surprised by his <laughs> question. But, um, you know, we prayed about it. We followed what God wanted. We checked with our financial planner and all the doors kept opening. So wow. it was destined to be. And here we are. A year later, we were in Mexico, and that's when we really, really got serious about how you can make money online, how you can help other people do what we did, you know, retire mm -hmm. early and, and have a future that it, they want. It started out in a way we got here, we got here and looked at each other and sort of said, now what? <laughs> and we'd already been doing some blogging. 
So we had one blog that had to do with our retirement journey. We had one blog that had to do with language learning. And um, as we thought about, well, we'd, and you'd done some network marketing. Right. Um, We picked up some affiliates with our blogs. And so it, you know, that's how the journey sort of got started. Love it. Love it. So which part of Mexico are you guys in? We're about a half hour south of Guadalajara in the mountains. Um, we're on Lake Chapala. Yeah, on Lake Chapala. It's a beautiful, beautiful area. About four and a half hours from the Pacific coast. Love it. Love it. And it obviously must be warm down there. Um, it'll probably hit 80 today, but it'll be very dry and uh, very comfortable. Yeah. Right. I, I, I mean, uh, up here in Canada, it's... Uh, no, that's right. In- <laughs> yeah. So what I, I love your guys's energy. It seems like uh, knock on wood, you guys are, uh, you're pretty happy and, uh, yes. and uh, uh, it's a good place to be in. And I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you followed your passion and uh, you started looking around and the doors kept opening and you listened to God's wisdom and your own gut feeling and you just where you're like where you're in a place where like this is not for us it doesn't feel right you looked around and you were open to change and that's that's great to see and i'm I'm, it seems like you're in a much happier place right now we are we're in a we're in a very happy place now of course like everyone else we wish we could get out and around and and see people more but uh that's that's a, a situation we've all found ourselves in and Thankfully, we had already learned how to do our business online and interact with people online before COVID hit. So nice, nice, yeah. love it. So, what do you guys do these days, and who do you serve? Well, we—that's a—that's something we went through your program, and we've really niched down, and we have—we've always been serving the online marketer, someone that wants to you know, make some money online, whether it be on the side or replace income so they can retire. But we wanted to niche that down. And so coaches, you know, who people that are, are trying to get online coaches or affiliate marketers, and we're like, we can go even deeper than that, you know, and it was seeming like all the people we were attracting just from our story and just who we are, were Christians. So, okay, well, let's, let's just call it out there. We can be even more niche down. So that's just a recent thing, but and we tend to also to attract second career folks since that's where we are in our journey. Right. Love it. So, what would be your version of your tagline uh, as to who you serve and what you do for them? Well, we serve the. I'll just do the old one because that's what's in my head. We serve online marketing rocks. Well, we serve online marketing solopreneurs with effective breakthrough strategies for their online success. And then, uh, David, if I'm not mistaken, you serve the Christian crowd as your yes. target market, or did I get that That's, wrong? That is, that is our target target market. Uh, you know, we're, we're open to anyone, but what we've discovered is that since that's our background, that's who we sort of naturally yeah. attract. Right, right. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you're, it's not like you're saying no to other people, but you would like, your ideal target market are Christian uh, coaches and uh, consultants, if I'm not exactly. mistaken. Exactly. Yeah. What's your definition of second career people? What does that mean? Well, if, what I'm thinking of is people that have spent, you know, a, a part of their life doing one thing. Maybe it's in a corporate uh, job or something like that. And at some point along the way, either because of their own heart feeling that, hey, I need something different or circumstances, you know, being downsized or, you know, with COVID, there's been a lot of changes, um, finding themselves at a place where, hey, I need to do something different. Very nice. And moving on into the online space at this time just seems like a natural progression for a lot of people. I mean, if you're not doing business online or using not using the tools, uh, you would have a hard time. Yeah, um, exactly. Growing business, getting getting customers, clients, and finding them, or them finding you. So, what are some uh, uh, some uh, uh, 
places where business owners or online marketers get stuck along the way? Yeah, um, we we tend to see three of them that I will call out and we may come up with some others as we talk. But one of them is not having all the pieces of the puzzle. So they've, they've started to do things, but they're missing some crucial steps. Another one that we see is that um, they um, get to a certain place and they're trying to do everything and they are just uh, overwhelmed. And the, the third thing is that they often try to put things in the wrong order, sort of the cart before the horse. And uh, we, we can help sort that out for them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, so I, I like that. So when they get overwhelmed and they don't have things figured out and they get stuck, obviously. So what are, what are some of the myths or mistakes that online business owners make about online marketing? Well, let me just tell you a little bit about our process and then that will be sort of become clear. Okay. We have, we have three stages we walk people through. And the first one is getting your foundation set for your business. Things like, what is your, what is your vision? Where are you headed? Mm -hmm. um, what problem do you solve for people? Um, who do you serve? And how do you make money doing that? And what we find is often we have people saying, well, I'm doing email marketing and I'm putting out ads and, um, and I, and I start asking those first questions, and they don't have the foundation in place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's one, of the big, that's one of the biggest things. It's not very sexy or as exciting to focus on the foundation of the building. But if the foundation isn't secure, the rest of the building uh, isn't either. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you don't know who you're serving and what exactly you're doing for them, uh, in my experience, even even if you go on Facebook, even if you go on LinkedIn or any other social media or online places, your ads and your message won't be as effective because it's not tailored towards anyone's needs. Exactly. Your general, you know, and uh, can you talk or touch touch on um, the power of specificity and how picking a, a niche or identifying exactly what you do for your customers helps you or any business owner out there that is listening or watching. Okay. Well, I would, I picture it like a big pond or the big ocean, actually, you know, there's a lot of fish out there. And if you don't know what fish you're looking for, you're going to be overwhelmed with all kinds of fish. You might not have the right bait. You might not have the right pole. You, you aren't prepared. And so, you need to be clear on who you want to find so that you can go out and find them. Or you may even need to be in the, a different ocean because your people aren't there. So it's, it's key to know who you want to work with because then not only will you know where they are so you can go find them and attract them to you, but then you'll know exactly what it is that they need and you'll be able to provide that for them. Dana does most of our email, uh, writes most of our emails. And one of the things that's essential for writing an email is knowing who you're writing to. Because you want to focus on one person. And, you know, when you, when you have one person in mind and are writing directly to them, then the person that's reading, it has a tendency to feel like, oh, they're writing to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you when you write to people in general, it doesn't really hit home for anybody. So we have we have written out our you know we've got a, a very uh, clear avatar, not just the the little phrase that we mention of second career Christian coaches and affiliate marketers, but we've written out three or four pages of of what we think that those people are like, what their struggles are, what their dreams are, and so on. And Dana draws on those pain points and on those dreams every day as she writes her emails. You know, Love it. it. To, 
blog posts too and oh, it goes and it goes to social media posts i mean it's it's the whole gamut anytime i open my mouth i want to be you know providing the value that those people are waiting to hear absolutely exactly uh, and, it, and it becomes a lot easier i guess to write content when you know exactly who you're writing it for and creating uh marketing material for that specific group of people right one really thing yeah go ahead no i was saying it just really does when you know who you're writing to you know what they want you know how to exactly after a while once you start serving them you get to know them they get to know you you can write to their problems challenges fears frustrations and issues that they're experiencing on a daily basis and you still wouldn't be tired because and if you get and i guess if you get to pick and choose a, a target market where you actually like them and you're truly ser like serving them then exactly. it's not work anymore right 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 uh, what we find out is that when we talk with these people um you know, face-to-face -face on Zoom, uh, usually it's a, a delightful interchange as we, we find out that there, we have so much in common, uh, even though we come from different places and, and so on. Absolutely. So for those of you who are joining us uh, now, uh, David, Dana, and I are talking about the most common places online business owners get stuck and how to avoid them and how to fix them. If you have any questions about what we're talking about, Put them in the chat box if you know a friend that could uh, benefit from this topic tag them in it in a comment and then uh, you will also enter your name into the draw for the gifts that will be given away now what are the stages for developing a truly profitable uh online business okay that's a great question the first one i mentioned already was uh establishing our foundation the second one is building your pipeline for for profit how do you how do you attract people to yourself uh -huh. how yep. do you build an audience um how do you lift yourself up as an authority in the need in your niche um how do you nurture them along the way because you know we all know that usually it takes a few touches before someone is ready to uh jump in and and buy and and then finally how do you how do you bring them to a place of making a decision to become your client all those things we referred to as building your pipeline for profit and some of it is yes some technology and stuff that we put in place uh but so much more of it is um knowing how to uh write to these people and how to speak to their needs and then the third stage that we have is uh, once you've got the pipeline in, in place so that when someone is attracted to you, they, they move from stage to stage to stage until they become a customer. Then the third stage is that we need to um, release the flow of leads and ultimately cash flow. Love it. And that starts with getting free ball, eyeballs on your offer which could happen through social media or through partnerships. And we've got all sorts of specifics we help people with. And then um, how do you put out consistent content that speaks to them? How do you um, move into advertising if that uh, is, is part of your plan? And how do you optimize the whole process? All of those things um, are, are part of the process that we lead people to. But, you know, I mentioned advertising, so I'm just going to say one more thing, and that is that we are very careful to tell people, don't get into advertising until you've got a system that works. And once you've got a system that works, you can put some more, you can put some money behind it to draw more people in. All but, right. So what's your definition of? A system that works what would that ah, look like in real life what that looks like might be having um having a, a tested lead magnet that uh -huh. that draws people in and begins a relationship it's not mm -hmm. just giving somebody something to get their email address you know anybody can do that but it's it's 
beginning a relationship with someone and then thinking through your customer journey so that you know step by step how you put yourself out there to them and build your authority, build the relationship, nurture them step by step until they become a customer. And I can talk about all the technical stuff that that's behind that, that you have to do to make that happen. But it's the process that's important, that you're always thinking about where, where are they in their journey right now and how can I help them take the next step? So what's the best approach for nurturing uh, your prospects? Uh, and what, why? Why should we nurture our prospects and what's the best way to do it? What, what are some, some of the good ways to do it? Well, I, I personally, since I'm a writer, I love to write. And so an email, having an email series or a follow-up series, a nurture series, where you're continuing to bring, you know, great value that not only starts to build a relationship, they start to learn who you are and you're, you're building your trust and your likability. And it's, it's a beautiful thing when you can look at your customers, your clients, almost as your friends, you know, they, they see in who you are and they trust you because there's so many, so many people out there doing the same thing right now. You need to stand out. You need to do something that people are like, well, I like her because, or I like him because he doesn't waste time. He gets right to it, you know? And so what is that that you can do to, to share a little bit of yourself? Like, for instance, I write a daily devotional blog. Some people really resonate with that. They want to connect with God. They want to understand the Bible better. And so that's something that helps me stand out from all the other women out there. Mm -hmm. trying to help people build a business. I've got, you know, this thing that will help people with their, with their mindset, with their own identity. Well, mm -hmm. you mentioned writing a new, uh, our, our emails and writing a blog, mm -hmm. but we also have ourselves out there in one way or another all the time in terms of video, whether it's appearing on, uh, an interview like this or putting out, uh, things on our YouTube channel, or um, the very first place people often see us is on a thank you page. You know, they opt in for a lead magnet. And depending on what that's about, um, on the thank you page, we have a video where we introduce ourselves and, and let them know uh, what they'll get out of this lead magnet and, and what the next steps would be. So, um, you know, video is very important for uh, being in front of people these days as well. Love it. So I want to talk about video, but before we get there, uh, tell me about, uh, Dana, tell me about how often do you write to your, to your list? Well, about three times a week, we, okay. we send an email and it's generally, you know, uh, letting them know of a, maybe a new blog article or a new video training that we've put out or promoting something, you know, one of our friends, you know, we do, you know, some joint ventures. So yeah. we're out there, you know, doing, we're, we're wanting to give our, our list lots of value. And Love it. For a long, long, long time, you know, everything was free. And our audience began to think, well, all they do is give away free stuff. Well, all right. That's, that's, that's the third thing I want to talk to you about. So <laughs> And, and that's, I think, uh, the, and I'll tell you why that's a touchy feeling, uh, touchy uh, topic. Uh, so uh, my question is, a lot of people think that writing to their e list even once a month is too much. How do you go about writing three times a week and you're still nurturing your list? Isn't that, uh, they say, oh, I don't want to bother my people. How do, how, what do you say to that? And what's your experience with that? We started there as well. And um, for one thing, people, uh, we don't, um, well, if you, if you look at the statistics on email, um, the email open rates today are not what they were a decade or two ago. Um, so we don't make the assumption that somebody reads every email that we send out. 
If they do, that's great. Um, but um, what we find is that the more we put out there, the more we find ourselves interacting with people. And Dana mentioned writing three times a week. What she didn't mention is that we often then send um, on, on the other three days of the work week, we may send out a uh, the same email with a different title to those who didn't open the first one. And it, it's a way of um, making the most of, of your time that you spend writing and giving them another opportunity, thinking, well, maybe if we present it this way, it will att attract them more than, than the uh, title we tried the first time. Love it. Love it. Um, and that becomes a part of nurturing your list, staying in touch, providing value. And since you have picked a specific topic in a specific group of people, you speak their language, they speak your language, you guys understand each other, and then it's not bothering them when you email them or when you send them a, a, a message. Right. That's my hope. It's my hope when they see, oh, David and Dana are in my inbox. Oh, they've got treasures in their emails. I want to see what it is, you know. So I always want to have something that's such a nugget. They, they have to open it because, you know, they're missing out otherwise. And, and the other thing I tell our clients, too, is, you know, if you can't do it three, five, ten times, you know, if you can't do it every day, pick what works for you and then be consistent with it. If once a month is all you can do for now, do once a month until you can do something more. But be consistent. We really hope that they're at least once a week. Once a week, yeah. <laughs> um, Love it. Another thing is that a, a lot of times people starting out are afraid, oh, somebody might uh, unsubscribe. And yep. therefore, I don't want to write too often. And we take the opposite approach and, and just say, okay, um, we, we found out three people this week that um, didn't really fit in our niche. They, they weren't relating to us and uh, they decided to go somewhere else. That's great. Um, we're, getting, we're getting exactly the people we need. Exactly. And you just covered my next question, which was beautiful. <laughs> and that is, how do you deal with people that are bothered by your message? Right, yeah. we don't like, let it bother us. <laughs> exactly. So if if and, and to your point, if somebody's bothered by me or my message, they shouldn't be on my list to begin with. Exactly. So they have the 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 unsubscribe link, and they can get out, and that's fine and dandy because mm -hmm. we don't like each other apparently. So or what, they don't find value in what we do. So right, and we'll even mention sometimes. Oh, by the way, there's an unsubscribe. Uh, link down at the bottom here if if this isn't really meeting your needs. Yeah. Okay. One thing that I've seen uh, some people do is at the beginning, when someone subscribes to the list, they say and they make it clear that, look, I send an email on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. If that's too much for you, if you're not interested, here's the unsubscribe button. Mm -hmm. And now if they don't uns unsubscribe, you know that and they know that they're going to get the, the messages from you. And then you know that they're actually looking for your stuff. Exactly. That's right? a great point, Mustafa. I really like that. In fact, we do do that in a lot of our opening series. We will put that right in there. Say, so you're going to hear from us on a regular basis. Yeah. You want the you want them to understand what the journey looks like with you. And exactly. Yeah. You want to make it clear about what they're going to get and what they're not going to get. And if they don't want it, then that's fine. We're, mm -hmm. we're looking for people that are looking for this and they want it. Right. right. One of our mentors had that had a, a, a saying like that. I'm looking for people who are looking for me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you put that together. So, guys, I understand that you're sharing a gift with us. Can you tell us about it? Yes, we call it our solution framework. And what it is, is um, solution is an acronym. And it gives eight elements that need to be in, an e, um, in your lead magnet for it to be effective in building a relationship and leading people on to the next step. And um, 
what we have found is that we once we came, finally came up with this and we would we went back and revised lead magnets that we'd written before and we'd always find three or four things that we missed the first time around when we wrote them and use this to make you know what we've done in the past better love it so the the title of the gift is solution template how to generate 10 to 15 high quality leads on a daily basis and if you're listening or watching to this the address is davidndana.com that's not and it's david the word uh, n character n dana.com forward slash solution so davidndana.com forward slash solution you can go there opt in get access to this valuable resource uh, that shows you and walks you through how to generate 10 to 15 high quality leads on a daily basis. Now, uh, let's talk about some personal stuff here. Um, and uh, we've talked, I think, a, a lot about business. Now, what are some of your favorite books that actually before we do that, and a very important point that I forgot to bring up, and that is I over the years, I've worked with a lot of people. And many religious people, whether they're Christian, Muslim, Jewish, or, you know, different, different faith, a lot of them, I find that they have a hard time charging people. They like to give their stuff away for free. And you talked about that. And I think, Dana, you said you've been giving away your stuff for free for a long time. Did you have a moment where you switched around and something that helped you overcome that obstacle? Well, it all comes down to mindset, you know, the money mindset and those things that you bring with you from childhood. And so we did, we, we worked through a program working on our money mindset. And it was at that point we're like, this is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, so we've been told you should give away everything because that's how come people, how people will love you. Um, but you, it comes to a point where you have to start saying, well, this is going to cost you. And we worked through that program and I think that was, that's where I started noticing. It was a lot easier, you know, to say, to ask, to feel valuable and to know that I can, you know, receive money for what I give. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you have for someone that has an internal thought or blockages about charging? They like to, and then they're at a place where they are burnt out with giving away a lot of themselves and their expertise and they're not charging and getting, oh, I'm, I'm actually getting emotional about this because I've seen this, uh, uh, people giving everything away mm -hmm. in the hope of pleasing others. And what happens is that they're not getting much in return. What advice do you have for that person that is watching or listening? Well, I think it comes down to, you know, they have to, they have to feel valuable. They know how they pay for things that they want. They know they look to other people and, and pay for the things they need. Shouldn't they be receiving the same? It's, it's a yeah. business. Our, it's, 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 it, you have to think of yourself as a business and it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's a shift. Well, and our primary model is coaching and we do a lot of things, but number one is we, we speak to people one-on-one -on -one and do, and do coaching and to get better at what we do, we have pretty much always had a coach ourselves that we paid in order to help us to take the next step in our journey. And um, just like, we are willing to invest in becoming better ourselves, we um, realize that we need to give other people the opportunity to do the same. And when they invest in it, then they've got, um, you know, then, then, they're, then they take it seriously. It's not just, uh, you know, here's, here's a grab bag of things you can have for free. Um, this is going to this costs you something, and so you invest yourself in in getting the most out of it. 
Absolutely. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, for people that want to market themselves, unless they overcome this obstacle, they're going to have a hard time marketing and getting business and getting money and sales. Oh, correct yeah. Oh, yes. We struggled with that at, at the beginning ourselves. One, being afraid to, to go out and um, and and market ourselves, like you said, you know, just just the idea of coming out and saying, hey, I've got some skills. I've got some expertise. I can be helpful to you. You know, at the beginning, we, that was a little bit imposing. Um, we're used to having people come to us. And um, so go, to, to be in the online space, you have to be able to present yourself to other people. And that doesn't mean in a sleazy way. It, it just means to say, hey, here I am. Um, this is what I do. Here's the gifts that I bring. Uh, let's talk. And, Absolutely. you know, when you think of how you're sharing something, you know, but you're sharing it, you're sharing it for a fee. You know, you go to a dentist. Yeah. You don't, he doesn't just give you free stuff. You have to pay him to fix your teeth. Or if mm -hmm. you go to the doctor, you don't just, he doesn't just give you his services. You pay him for it. Yeah. So, why shouldn't we as marketers that have a service expect not to get paid mm -hmm. so, and i i'd like to uh you know bring up the the matter it's like barter was it's an exchange of something that i've got that you want and something that you've got that i want um, i give you something of value you give me something of value we both walk away feeling good about the exchange absolutely absolutely and, and to me an exchange is a 50 50 transaction mm -hmm. to to receive is not any better or worse than to give exactly and vice versa i mean you give something in exchange to for something else whether it's time or money or maybe back in the day it would have been food and animals and stuff but today it's like you give your expertise or you give a product in exchange for money and i i, I in my experience as long as we're sitting well with that 50 50 transaction that one is not better or worse than the other then life becomes a lot easier yeah and you say you say 50 50 but i like to think um that the other person walks away feeling like they got a a, a good deal that absolutely that, that they are more than pleased and um if i can if i can you know give a little bit more and 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 you know i'm going to receive something myself but i always want the other person to walk away feeling like this was a really good value absolutely now guys what are some uh, maybe top two or three books that have made a massive impact in your life in yourself or in your business a book that maybe you recommend to others all the time. Well, I have one that I just recently read. I've been, it's been on my wish to read list for a long time. And that was Hal Elrod's book, um, Miracle Morning. And what was the I, title again? Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning. Yeah. And I had seen him speak um, several times at conferences when we were still doing conferences in person and i knew i wanted to read his book because his story was so compelling and it's basically just how you set yourself up for the day and love it's it just the process that you do and i've been doing it since the first of march so it's just brand new for me so i can't say it's life-changing yet but it's it's moving in that direction it gets me out Beautiful. of every day without an alarm i'm just super excited to go through that process Beautiful. Any other books that you guys have? In, in, that, I'll bring, I'll he's bring a up. book guy. We're not in his studio. He's We're surrounded by books in his studio. But go ahead. Um, I'll just bring up one author that uh, I've, I've grown to appreciate lately, and that's Michael McCallowicz. And uh, one of his books that uh, I really enjoyed was Profit First. Another one is Fix This Next. And they next. both uh, have been fixed this next. The idea and, uh, that- And what was the author's um, name, Michael? 
Michael McCallowicks. McCallowicks. And I probably don't pronounce that entirely right, but if you remember the titles, you can find them on Amazon quite easily. I'm sure you can. Fix so you were saying uh, what was in the book again? One was Fix This Next, and the other was Profit First. Okay, and then uh, you were saying what you got out of them. Well, I'll just I'll just pick one. Profit okay. First, one of the things that I got out of it was that we all want to make profit in our business. And yet, especially at the beginning, everybody's proud about how they reinvest everything back in their business. Well, if you reinvest it all back in your business, then you aren't making anything yourself. Love it. And you need to, you need to think of both. Yes, it's a good thing to, to invest and reinvest part of what you are, are bringing in in your business. But if you aren't paying yourself something um, and if you aren't um, having a positive cash flow, then there's something wrong. You may have a good hobby, but you don't really have a business. Love it. Um, would Bible be on your top top list? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me without I don't want to make this a, a religious uh, conversation, but give us one thing that Bible teaches that you use uh, in business on a daily basis that would be everyone could use. Yeah, that's, that's an easy one. Gratitude. Yeah. And um, to approach every day with thanks and thanks for all that, that you have received and thanks for all that is to come. If you can approach every day with gratitude and have that attitude in your heart, whether it comes from a religious standpoint or, or not, if you can approach each day with gratitude, you're going to be a lot more attractive to people than uh, if you don't. Love it. And you're going to have a lot more fun. Beautiful. I like, I like that the mindset of gratitude and being grateful for what we have and what we don't have and all the customers and people that are coming our way or are not coming our way is an absolutely essential mindset to have on a daily basis too. So I really like that. Um, so if you guys had a Facebook ad or a Google ad that everyone on earth could see, what would your message be? Oh, that's a great question. I don't do ads. You're the ad guy. <laughs> You're the ad guy. I would want I would want people to know that don't wait to find that gold mine inside that will change the world if you let it out. And I would say that um, you may be able to figure it out um, by watching YouTube videos and reading blog posts and eventually over a period of years, uh, learn what you need to, uh, to build your business. But we can sure help you save a whole lot of time and money by leading you through the, the maze. Love it. Love it. Time and money. That's all. It, it takes a lot more time when you try to do everything on yourself, with yourself, on your own, and it will cost you quite a bit more versus having someone or a coach or a mentor or someone that has done this before to show you how it's done and navigate you through the maze and a lot easier and faster and less costly. People think that hiring a coach or a consultant or, or a, a mentor is costly. And I will say, think about not doing it, how much it would cost you to not do that. Um, exactly. Exactly. What is one piece of advice that you received that made a massive difference for you, maybe in business or life? One thing that we received in business is a message that I heard again on the, the weekend I spent with you uh, recently. And that was um, not to be afraid to niche down and to get specific about who you're trying to reach. You know, it's a, 
a lot of people go into business thinking, oh, I've got this wonderful product that would be good for everyone. Everyone needs it. Well, that may be what you think. But when you ask yourself, who really knows that they need it and wants it right now and focus on those people, the others will hear and, and if, if they are persuaded, they'll come along too. But you'll do far better to niche down and focus than trying to reach everybody. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Now, Dave and Dana, what advice would you give your 20-year-old selves? You know, we're a little older than you. <laughs> 20 years is a long time. No, I get I that. If you if you're at the 20 year you're you're 20 year old in front of you and you're giving your 20 year old self yeah. advice. What would you ask yourself? Yeah. One of the things that I would say is you don't you wouldn't believe how much this world is going to change over the next years. And that um it's going to be um, it's going to be so important for you to continue all the time learning and adapting and your ability to adapt with the changes and to to uh, develop new strengths and to head in new directions is going to be more valuable than any particular expertise that you've developed right now. Love it. That's great. Dana, what about you? It's just like something. No, go ahead. Well, I would, I would, did you want to finish what you were thinking there? Well, yeah, I, I was just thinking about how some people go to college and think, well, but if I don't get a job in this field, it won't be of any value to me. Whereas what's really, um, of most value is that you've learned how to learn and how to acquire skills. And now when you get out into the, the world, you're gonna have to continue to do that again and again and again, acquiring new skills. Absolutely, absolutely. Dana, what would you say to yourself, I think to your 20 year old self? Yeah, mine goes back, back to more mindset. I was, um, I was confident at my 20s, early my 20, that I could change other people and make make them the way I wanted them to be. And I would tell myself, don't try to change other people, just try to be the best you you can be. Love yeah, it. That feeling that you could change yeah. someone else led you to I, uh, my first marriage was not not a pretty sight. And you stayed with it. Uh, trying to change it. And it wasn't, yeah. yeah. It wasn't changing. So, no. Actually, it's a lot easier to change ourselves than to change others around us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And, exactly. Much know, more profitable to uh, work on, on myself than trying to work on anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, it's been it's been a pleasure and it's been an amazing conversation. Is there anything that you'd like to add or say uh, that you we, we haven't gone over? Uh, I'll just I'll just tell you a story. Um, a well, 30 years ago, I took a year off and went to um, Hollywood and spent a year uh, studying guitar in Hollywood. And then I got back into my career and caught up in um, all the things that had to be done. And um, as a pastor and as a husband and father, uh, there was more than enough to do. And my skills slipped in terms of playing the guitar. And I had always intended to focus on jazz improvisation and to get, you know, really good at it. And I, um, I got more and more frustrated even picking up a guitar. And then I uh, heard about an online course led by a professional jazz guitarist um, that was exactly what I needed. 
And I thought to myself, yeah, but it's not, it's not cheap. And um, I could probably do it myself with real focused uh, practice and, and so on. A year later, had I, had I, you know, developed any new skills? No. And I saw that same ad again and jumped in with both feet. And I was amazed how quickly uh, I made progress. Just given, you know, a, a coach, um, a curriculum to follow, a community that was doing the work together. Uh, so if you've heard something today that you think, oh, I really ought to do that. Just jump in and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Trust your gut feelings. Go for it. Don't let the fear stop you. If someone is sharing their experience yeah. and, uh, and you can hire them and have them show you what to do, it's a lot less costly. Trust me. I've done it. I've, I, I, I'm like the biggest smart ass out there. And for years and years, oh, and, I'll, and I always say that, you know, uh, try to figure things out on my own has been costing me millions and millions every year. Not, not a word lie. Oh, I'm going to do this on my own. Yeah. It took me 30. It's like, let's say it took, took you 30 years to figure something out. It will only take me 30 years <laughs> to figure that out. And we always think we're smarter than someone else. But uh, like you said, if you, if you get someone to help you out, just go for it, get them to do it. And it will be a lot easier, faster, less expensive and the rest of it. So guys, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a great uh, uh, conversation. David, did you want to add something? I was just going to say it's been delightful talking with you, Mustafa. We're so Likewise. appreciative of, of your time as well. Likewise. Great to have you on the show. Uh, love your energy. I, I really appreciate the love between you two. And uh, uh, I, I wish you luck and happiness and uh, calm uh, in the future. So um, gang, uh, just, just so you know, the way one, one of the ways that we help our audience grow, become more confident with their business is to help out by helping them create and implement their one page marketing plan through our weekend simple marketing formula. Uh, I'm going to put the link in the chat box. If you wanted to uh, check out a uh, simple marketing formula, next one is coming up in April. And then if you visit the page, you're going to see uh, the upcoming dates that are coming up. Now, uh, if you were, uh, again, interested in to uh, learn how to create and generate 10 or 15 high quality quality leads on a daily basis, uh, grab Dana and David's uh, gift, uh, the solution template, and you can uh, get that at davidnddana.com forward slash solution. The link is in the show notes. You could get, grab it from there and tap into their wisdom and the rest of it. Thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Mustafa Hosseini. Thank you for joining Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs, and we will see you on our next show. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.